Welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Hey, listeners, this is our 300th episode. 300. I'll talk to you more at the end, but before I say anything, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, On to the show. The 1970s were really something, man. And I think we could all use just a little of that 70s magic around right now. What do you think? The verbiage, the clothes, the music. Dude, the music. There was the attitude. You know, it was just after the 60s and just before the 80s. So let's like put that in perspective, like it was a human being. If, if the 60s were a human, it would be like kids sort of turning into adults, right? But then the 80s were like the adults, but they're kind of comfortable by that point. But the 70s, it was when people were trying to find themselves, man. It's that weird, who am I, middle period. Now, I was young then, but I'm sorry, I totally remember a lot of this stuff because it was all so vivid. And I want some of that 1970s action now, and so do you. For example, like when I'm done with a conversation, you know what I want to do? I want to look a person in the eye and say, I got to be moving on. Then just kind of nod and leave. Dude, I want that. I need that. How hot is that? I want to call people pet phrases and nobody think anything of it. I remember my cousin in Southern California. He used to call everybody babe in the 1970s. And and it's funny because he had like his hybrid back east New Jersey slash Southern California accent. He's like kind of a a twisty of both of those things. So it would be like, Christopher, could you hand me that glass behind you? Thanks, babe. That, that I, I, that's very Southern California, the babe thing. It just was, I mean, he, like my father worked for the studios. Everyone was babe. My, my cousin would be on the phone in someone's living room, standing on their shag carpet and would be like Priscilla. Do you think you could make that eight tickets for the battle of the network stars? Beautiful. Thank you, babe. Sugar, dude. Sugar was another one. Sugar was a big one, too. And sugar was interesting because it crossed over from culture to culture. I want to bring sugar back. 
I want to be in a restaurant and the waitress brings me more coffee and I could be like, hey, thank you, sugar. <laughs> I, but these, <laughs> these days, though, people would probably think that was sexist and I wouldn't want it to be. I don't mean it to be. But I do totally want to start being like this. I need to be more 1970s. I'm on the phone with customer service. Was there anything else I could do for you today? No, thanks, sugar. You were totally helpful. Thank you. 1970s male recording artists also wrote about their significant others as their lady or their woman, dude. And everything in the 1970s was in motion. There was no time even for the letter G. You were moving. N with an apostrophe. You were trucking, dude. Keep on trucking. It was G-less. They didn't have time for the letter G. You know why? They had to move. And they had to truck. This might be my favorite thing. Something else about the 1970s was that if you were a man... People just expected you to be a sleazeball, and no one cared. In fact, the bigger the jack wagon you were, <laughs> the more the ladies liked you. The more the ladies found you attractive in the 1970s. Now, I still think that's completely true now, though nobody admits that now. But this was totally screamed from the rooftops and shouted loudly in public culture back then. Think about so many 70s love songs would have the theme of like, yeah, man, I've been with lots of chicks until this one got to me and forced me to settle down. And people slow dance to this stuff. Couples would embrace each other, slowly dancing back and forth, looking at each other's eyes. Maybe one of them might even be wearing a cowboy hat. And, and, and they just loved each other with these kinds of love songs. It's like, it's too bad. If it wasn't for you, I'd still totally be a pig. But now that you're my woman, I got to be moving on. So there's a journalist who also happens to be a lady at the complex website. And she said this, these are her words, not mine. I know this might be hard for a lot of good guys to understand, but the classic saying about women loving jerks is true in a lot of cases. Sometimes it's not even on purpose. There's just some primal force that attracts us to dudes that are bad for us, no matter how hard we try to find Mr. Right. I'm still reading. You would imagine most girls grow out of this after high school, but I know tons of women who suffer from the same poor judgment as adults. As someone that's been romantically involved with both types, hopefully I can help you understand what causes girls to go crazy for jerks and why nice guys always seem to finish last. So she goes to name a few different reasons, but here's one that I'm going to focus on for our podcast. 
She says, quote, women are complex creatures, and even though we say we want peace and happiness, our inner drama queen requires more intensity. It's ironic because marital bliss is what we're supposed to be looking for in relationships, but then we get there and become so bored, we're forced to create problems just to feel like the flame is still burning. It concludes with this. Sure, a guy who cuddles you to sleep every night and runs to the store to buy you ice cream when you have cramps is amazing. And those types of gestures get a girl's heart pounding at first, but like all things, they lose their luster after a little while, and the more that time passes, the more some women overlook those efforts because they've grown to expect them. As usual, nice guys finish last. This brings me back to the 1970s. Seriously, what man was cuddling or going out to buy a woman ice cream during her unhappy monthly time in the 1970s? Who was doing that? In the 1970s, if she had cramps, he left and went to the bar. Maybe even he, he might even have had an affair. Why? He had to be moving on. But then here's the thing. He'd come home. She, she would know what he did. And she would like him more than she would have if he bought the ice cream and stayed with her. Shoot, at the end of the 1970s, Diana Ross sang these words. Respectfully, I say to thee, I'm aware that you're cheating. But no one makes me feel like you do. It's like, no worries. You're just being a man. She'd then probably bring him a Schlitz. She'd put on the radio. He'd say, hey, thanks, sugar. And then the two of them could sit on their orange couch and just mindlessly stare at the paneling together. Why? because he was going to keep on loving her because it's the only thing he wanted to do. It was all, keep on rocking me, baby. I want a whole lot of love. If you like pina coladas, then you can call me the space cowboy, the gangster of love, or my personal favorite, Maurice, because sweet sugar mama lady babe, I speak of the pompatus of love. Seriously, I'm just playing music in the sun, and I'm sure not trying to hurt no one, especially after midnight. I just want to let it all hang down and shake your tambourine. My personal problem these days, guys, I am a big, dumb, faithful ice cream gatherer. I have come to the conclusion as an ice cream gatherer, I think I need to be a little more 1970s. Enough of this jive talking. What am I doing on my back? Who knows, maybe being more of a jerk may actually put an insurance policy on my marriage. 
I tell you what, let's sum up this episode with these words, words that were homegrown in Southern California in the 1970s, just like I was. Relax, said the night man. We are programmed to receive. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. It's funny that you say, <laughs> I can never leave. That's too bad, babe. Because I got to be moving on. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you on this 300th episode of the Refresher podcast, a Refresher podcast, that 1970s laid back feeling sweet mama playlist. It's really easy to find on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash that 1970s laid back feeling sweet mama playlist. You want to know what's on here? All right. I hope you're ready. Track number one, Eric Clapton, After Midnight. We're going to let it all hang down. Elvin Bishop fooled around and fell in love. Now, all kidding aside, I forgot that song existed, and I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. It's a great song. Yeah, it's all about the dude with the, man, if it wasn't for you, I'd still be all about the chicks. But it is a great, great, melodic, pretty song. So there you go. Number three. Okay, this one goes back to when I was a little guy. And I had Rock and Roll Love Letter by the Bay City Rollers on vinyl, which I still have, by the way. The song, check this out, dude. shanghai in Love, dude. I was just going about my business until I got shanghai in Love. Then we got Led Zeppelin with Ramble On from their second record. You know, because I just got to keep on rambling, man. Then we got Boston. Perhaps the quintessential 70s band with Let Me Take You Home Tonight. Just a little reminder, it's Let Me Take You Home Tonight. Mama, now it's all right. I had to put that on here, dude. Mama, now it's all right. And speaking of the mamas. Pretty Mama's going to take me by the hand with the next one. Black Water, Doobie Brothers. Wild Mountain Honey by the Steve Miller Band. There's some mamas in that one, too. Then we have one that doesn't totally fit as far as genre is concerned, but it does because it's a 70s song, and it encapsulates maybe the spirit of this more than anything else. It's by Merle Haggard, and the song is called Moving on. Then we have the Stampeders with Sweet City Woman. And finally, we have Sticks with Lady. 
that's our new playlist again you can find it really easily on spotify it's actually a pretty awesome playlist just type in refresher podcast dash that 1970s laid back feeling sweet mama i just want to cut to the chase i i'm trying not to overblow this and i'm also trying not to sweep it under the rug but 300 episodes of this show has taken place and this show simply would not have gotten to this point or expanded this much if it was not for you you listening right now whether it's your first time or whether you're a regular listener whether you you contribute financially or whether you just listen from time to time you're a casual listener thank you so much because if I didn't have an audience to do this to, I wouldn't do it. But I do. It's global. We're all over the world. I'm not kidding you. If one of these days, I'm going to do another one where I literally name check all the places in an episode. But it's just amazing. Thank you all so, so much. And I do want to say that there's a couple of companies that are out there that are very supportive of this show and especially those who are leading those companies and i appreciate that so let's talk about them real briefly did you know that plants improve the air around you and they actually help to improve your mood this is all about creating a great psychological environment for yourself that's what this podcast is about that's what this company is about the company is called leafy and they provide the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Their goal is for you to take your pet plant with you. There's just something so incredibly calming about having a plant in your car. If you've never experienced it, then you can't tell me you know or don't know what I'm talking about. But you got to check them out. It's so cool. Go to their website. It is leafy.com. That is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. Thank you, Jonathan and everybody at Leafy. Design Craft, they're amazing at what they do. They are at the forefront of the millwork industry. If you want to see some of the stuff they've done, for example, in New York City, go to their website. It is designcraft.com, D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. And thank you, Josh, and your team over there as well. You guys are great super supportive of this podcast and and we appreciate you very much if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running you can make a small monthly contribution some of the friends of the show are doing that and we appreciate that this is what you have to do you just go to the support this podcast link it's right under the episode description for every single episode if you're so inclined, that would be super, super helpful, even if it's like 99 cents a month. Also, we have our website and we have some new items on our website that I think you'd like to check out that involved relaxation. They involve just being refreshed. Also, every record that is on our Psychology on Vinyl series, we've got a link for you to purchase those records on vinyl. All you got to do is just click on them right on the front page of our website. You can also get t-shirts, merch, books that I've written and so forth, all there. It is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. 
For every single one of the 300 episodes, the music that began and ended and will always do so, this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember, there's a big difference between worry and concern. We will see you next time for our 301st episode. You take good care. Thank you.